This is the WTRE Podcast with your hosts, Realtors, Aaron and Melody. Welcome to Real Estate. Welcome to Real Estate, everybody. This is Aaron, and today on the podcast, I am joined by Jean Morenzi. And uh, Jean is a real estate trainer and personal development coach in new home sales with Perry Homes. And uh, Jean and I are joined by Steve Montgomery, who is a fellow realtor here in the Houston area. And today uh, we talk about personalities a lot and uh, we get a little bit into the DISC personality assessment and uh, learn what that is, learn what those different personalities are and uh, how we interact with each other. Hope you enjoy the podcast. So the reason that we're sitting here today and uh, Steve's joining us today is we did a podcast last week and it's funny because Jean and I have never had a conversation about this subject before, but we were just talking. We were talking about marketing. We were talking about uh, sales a little bit and just inadvertently, he and I just kept saying things like, oh yeah, well, I'm a a high I or, you know, so-and-so is a, a D or whatever it might be. And some of the feedback that we got from people that listened to the podcast were like, well, yeah, your podcast was great, but what are you talking about? Right. Yeah. They're like, I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. So uh, we figured we'd do a show just about that today. So earth, wind, fire, and water is what the Greeks called it a long, long time ago. So this is nothing new. Uh, today, we call it dominance, influence, steadiness, and compliance, or DISC. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. So, John, you were just talking about it a minute ago. Yeah, so, you know, exactly what you said. Uh, we, we all have different personalities. Um, if you're lucky like me, you probably married someone who's the exact opposite of your personality, and sometimes you just don't get them. So our clients are the same way. You know, we deal with people who sometimes we just hit it off, and then other times you just don't get it. So... Part of our conversation that we're talking about is understanding where you are and and trying to figure out as quickly as possible where where other people are. Sean, just out of curiosity, what are you? So if we're looking at the disc, I'm 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 a I'm a I'm an I and high I. And so let me let's let's kind of define influencer, what that is. Right? Right, I'm, a, I'm I'm an influencer. I, I I like to influence people. So so if you uh, take a piece of paper and you make a cross on it, like a giant T, all right? So starting from the middle where, um, where the two points meet, if, you, if people think of you as an extroverted person, then go up on the line. Think at the highest point. If you're super, super extroverted, go all the way up. If you're a little bit, just go halfway. And if you're an introverted person, go down. So the more introverted you are, the further down. No wrong answer, it's just who you are. And then going from left to right, if you are more task-oriented, go to the left. And if you're more um, people-oriented, go to the right. Yep. Okay, so if we're looking at, at the chart that way, if you were high up and then on the left, you would be a D, right? Because you're task-oriented. Um, excuse me. Yeah, you're task-oriented and you're extrovert. If you were down and to the left, you would be a C because you're you're um, an introvert and you're task oriented. Top right would be 
extrovert and people oriented and bottom right would be um, introvert and people oriented. So just kind of a, a little uh, a little diagram, mental diagram of, of where you are. So people like me and Aaron would be on that top right corner. Steve, what about you? What, what do you I, see yourself? You know, for? Well, I, I've actually taken the test and I'm an SC. Okay. So um, social steady kind of person and very high on compliant as well. So people like Steve are people that that I need in my life because uh, I'm always running at full 100 degrees this way, that way, and and great heart. But Steve's the kind of guy who's going to come back, okay, so what's your plan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, what's your plan? What's we your need, plan? We need checklists. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Checklists are your friend. No, but, but that works for you. And again, yeah. understanding that if Steve was my client or one of my salespeople and I'm trying to talk to Steve um, he, he doesn't want to know about the pretty cabinets and this and that. He wants to know the warranty. He wants to understand, you know, when the house is going to be built. What's the next process? He, he, he right. needs these things before he needs to know the color of the granite. That, that's what's more important, important to him. So you have to know your client to know what language to speak to them. Absolutely. I think that, that that's important. That's how I work off is, is checklists, and that's how I communicate to my clients is, okay, we're doing this now. This is what you can expect next, then this, then this. So, so I'm also high I um, with a lot of D. I have almost zero C, um, <laughs> no compliance whatsoever. The, the C, I just... We have people for that. Yeah. There, are, there are plenty of people for that. I'm just not one of them. My wife is a lot like Steve. She's an S with, uh, with C. And it's funny because there's a guy that we really need to get in here and uh, to talk to us. And it's, um, you know, I, I knew about the disc profile, but um, I actually learned the most from a guy named Jim Jacobus that, oh, yeah. uh, that Steve knows as well. And we need to get Jim to come in here and talk to us. But um, it's funny because Jim said something one time and um, just completely inadvertently. He goes, so uh, who are the hardest people to get along with? Just who are the hardest people to get along with? And I didn't even think. I just reacted, and I just yelled out, C's. <laughs> and he goes, um, okay, well, that says a lot, but <laughs> the reason is not that C's are the hardest to get along with. They are. Well, yeah, they are for us. So <laughs> they're not for me. They're not for you. So the thing is, is that if you took what Jean was talking about, that kind of cross with the quadrants on it, and you go diagonally across... Wherever you land, whoever is diagonally across from you, that's going to be the hardest person to deal with, the exactly. hardest person. And that C is the one that, you know, every once in a while I get that as a client. And it's the engineer, and it's the guy that just, you know, it's facts and facts and details and facts and details. So, you know, what we're talking a little bit about, what we're getting into when we are talking about our clients and we're talking about sales, is that you have to kind of get into mirroring and, and, matching. and matching. And that's what it's all about. You have to be able to get on that same level and you have to figure out how to get yourself to that level. Um, you know, it needs to feel like it's just natural. It's like speaking a different language. It is. It, it really is. So I'm, I'm going to give you an example, right? I'm, so um, if I said, ish libadik, like maybe one person who listens to this would know what I just said, yeah. right? Right. 
But if I said, je t'aime, right, more people are going to understand what that is. Right. And if I said, te amo. Even more people are going to understand. Even more, right? But if I say, I love you, which all four of those are the exact same thing, but if you don't speak German and I'm speaking German to you, by the way, that's the only German I know. That's it, those two I words? I dated a German girl. In, in <laughs> and, you, so. and you learned two words. <laughs> right. So, so if that's the only German that you, if, 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 if I'm speaking German and you don't understand German, I mean, you don't know whether I just cursed you out or, or, or anything. Right. You said it with passion. I, exactly. It was very it was passionate because I meant it. But, but, you know, but if you don't get what I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Speaking another language gives you power. Yeah. I, I, have a, I have a friend who for the first 30 years of her life, nobody knew that she spoke Farsi. And she hangs around with a whole bunch of Persian people. Imagine the information that she got just sitting there and hearing to the other conversations. And it's and language is power. So how you use it is very important. You you, you know. So that's something that that and obviously what what's really power is the information. That's that's what's power. So the more information you have, the better you can relate to other people. Well, and as a high I, one of the hardest things to do is just sit and listen. <laughs> We're not great listeners. No. We want to talk. Well, that's yeah. that's what I'm always reminded of. That's why God gave us two ears and only one mouth, that's it. right? That's so it. we can do a lot more listening and less speaking. Eyes mess up. He said, we say he gave us two lips. That's the problem. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so Steve, the S, steadiness. My wife is a high S. I don't even understand what that means. Tell me what a high S is. It's, it's really easy to go, high D, okay, dominance, that person's forceful, dominant, whatever. I, that's the social butterfly out there. Yeah. That's an easy one. We need those guys, too. Compliance, that's easy to figure out, too. That's that person that's just facts, figures, numbers, looking at processes, procedures, that kind of thing. I still don't really understand what an S is. Explain that to me. Well, I mean, I think like an S is, um, in my world, an S is somebody who... We need a routine, you know, we need things to go a certain way. We need, we need to know what to expect, how to, how to move through society, or in a contract situation, we need to know um, this is what's going on now, this is what to expect next. Uh, we need things steady, we need a routine, we need a daily rhythm, if you will, to go. Like for instance, my daily rhythm is in the morning I get up, I do my whatever, you know, my quiet time, I, nine o'clock, I'm on the phone, uh, prospecting, you know, so I have nine to 11 prospecting, then move on to the next task, then, then go on appointments in the afternoon. So that's my steadiness. So you know who, who the S is, the S is that person in the office who, who knows how to get everything done, who's really a champion, a leader, but they don't like to be in the forefront. They'll push other people in front of them for the limelight, but they're, they're the person that's back in the office that, that's working hard as well. Well, and they're, they're servant leaders. Exactly. Right? That's, that's my wife, 100%. Right. She yeah. is an S, 100%. Yeah. So does that, so let's talk about the detriment of some of these things, like where some of these things can tend to be negative. And if you are an S, does it make you too slow to react sometimes, to make decisions if it's, 
decision needs to be made, something needs to be done, and you want to overanalyze and overthink it. You call that analysis paralysis? Yeah. There you yeah. Go. yeah. So it can be, and, and that's important to recognize that. So, you know, you can't overanalyze. Sometimes you have to, to have to move. And I'll tell you, in my situation, sometimes I go to a high D quickly. Right. Because that's what the circumstance requires. Right. And especially when I'm dealing with somebody like you, Aaron, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, you know, seriously, I'm going to just give the, this is the bullet points. This is where we're going. Boom, 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 and move on. Right. You know, you don't need the fluff. You just need, this is yeah. where we're at. Yeah. And when I get the fluff, I lose interest really yeah, quickly. Yeah. Because you'll be bored up. with it. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to, I'll, I'll lose you. You'll go on to something. See, and that's the opposite of that. That is the D in me, which is the opposite of that S, where I've already made up my mind. I've already made the decision. Correct. You can give me those bullet points and I'll, I'll think about them real quickly, but I've probably already made the decision. And I'll listen and then I'll react, and sometimes too quickly. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say, too, is that you need to recognize that, yeah. that sometimes you need those details because it's the details yeah. that will get you in trouble. Uh, oh, it gets me in trouble of, all the time. Lack of details. Hey, yeah. Steve, I'm curious. When you go shopping and buy a tie, how long does it take you to pick out a tie? Well, I'm not wearing one now, right, right. John, but uh, <laughs> I, I do have quite a collection of ties. It takes a little bit of time because I want to make sure that everything it's going to match. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I get into negotiations where I don't pay... <laughs> <laughs> Even at Dillard's, what's on the what's on the the rack? There. That's our that's our next conversation. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so that's so, great. Yes. Yeah. So, so for me, um, if I don't have if I can't find one within five minutes, I'm just not buying a tie. Yeah. yeah I mean, Same. <laughs> yeah. I need. Same. I just need that when I see it, it's it. If if, if it's not it, then no, I, I don't need it. So yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, I don't like to spend a lot of time in the store, so usually I'll look my, online shopping. On. There you go, smart man, <laughs> smart man. So. Here's so here's the amazing thing. We kind of both, uh, all three of us, kind of alluded to it. Um, our partners are usually different than what we are, and a lot of time they're opposites. It's funny because you know we were we were attracted to our wives and like wow they're so wonderful and and you get married and the same thing that you loved now drives you crazy, um, and you loved it because it was different than you, but. But we all think, well, it's different, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my wife more outgoing. I'm going to do and, and it doesn't yeah. work that way. So here's why. And she's thinking the same exactly thing. Right. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you need to stop going out, right? So, so here's the thing. This is why this is important. Your clients are the same way, right? There's usually, there's a good time. Um, a lot of times you'll find one person that you just click with you know, out of the pair. And it's really easy with them. And it's like, this deal's going to get done. This is going to be wonderful. And... The other person is the problem, right? Well, the other person's the C. If the other person's the C or the S, right? right. They want all the details. Or right. <laughs> <laughs> and what we need to learn to do, because the ones who are just like us, we're going to bond naturally and easily. We need to stop focusing on them where it's comfortable and start learning to focus on the other person, because that's the person that we need to win over. That's the person who thinks differently than we do. So we need them. We think about it. Most most of the times you have uh, spouses and they want the exact opposite things, right? Yeah. It's just so so we need to be. We need to show that to the other person that we're listening, that we understand, and that we speak their language. So you have to be a translator all the time and be able to go back and forth between different personalities because the whole point is we want them on the same side, on the same page. Whether you're a realtor, you want them 
to have you as their agent. And and maybe one is easy, the other one's a little bit um, a little bit more work. When you're when you have when you're the buyer's agent and you're helping them to pick a home, you know it's kind of the same thing. You have to be able to speak both languages um, to to both of them. And it's really important for us eyes and D people that we have to pay attention to the introverted person. We have to pay attention to the person who's doing all the thinking but not doing all the speaking. You know, it's very interesting. I had a client um, last week come in from Kansas City, right? He's a high D. He's an engineer, right? Mm -hmm. And she is an engineer, yet she's got a lot of S mm -hmm. in her and C. Mm -hmm. um, so I quickly put him back to work right. at his office. <laughs> right. And I took her out because she's really the one that, you know. And she's ultimately the one that's going to make the decision she anyway, is, right? And, yeah. it, and he's going to be happy with it because he just, right. as long as it makes her happy, he's, he's going to be happy within certain, you know, right. parameters. Right. right. Um, so I had to take her, show her the city narrow some points down, some places down, and then get them. And then once we got him, he looked at two houses and said, this is the one. There you go. There you Boom. go. Yeah. And and, and, and there you go. And that's matching, right. just like that. So That's it. It, it. It's beautiful. So, again, understanding these things. And here and here's the thing. You, you, don't, wait, you don't need to wait till you have a client to, to understand this. Very Study true. these things. You, you can go online and, and look up this information. Um, there's a great book by a, a, a guy by the name of um, um, Jim Rohn, not not the not the sports analyst, but another one. And, and I'm sorry, Robert Rohn, and it, it's positive personality profiles, and, and he breaks these down. It's a real easy, fun read. Figure out what the personalities of your best friends are. What, what your spouses? Positive personality positive profile. Personality. Right. Um, great. Um, figure out who who your friends are. Figure out who your children are. You know that one problem child that you want to choke all the time? It's probably because they're the opposite personality than you. That's an yeah. excellent. You, you, That's you, it. You, you know, I, and 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 you get out and people tell you how great your kid is, and you want to say, "Are we talking about the same kid?" But when you step back and you look at it, yes, we are. They are great. They're your kid. They've picked up a lot from who you are, from your personality. And when you see little little shines of your personality, you love it. But when you see the opposite, you just don't get it. So. This is one of these things that we can constantly be studying. Well, that, it's exactly right. And it's one of the things that I learned when I learned about the disc. And it's one of the notes that I have written down. And that, um, you know, everybody's in one of these quadrants. And it's not wrong. It's just different. Right, right. And so I'm glad you said that. Because everyone is in these quadrants. And again, we've kind of said this. But depending on your day, some days I'm more introverted than other days. Sure. Some days I'm very task-oriented. But that's not my natural way of thinking. So understand that, you know, this kind of little quick test that I gave you, that might be how you feel today. There are better tests for you to truly understand who you really are. Um, but but again, going back to what Steve and, Aaron, uh, Steve and Aaron both mentioned, it's about getting closer to center. So um, when I met Robert Rome, um, he was giving a... Um, he was giving a lecture at a multi-level marketing company, and that's when I was learning about um, the, the different personality profiles. And, and, and he equated some, some, of, um, some of the personalities to people in the Bible, which I thought was really interesting. And so when you looked at it, he looked at, he, he kind of gave the story of Paul and said how Paul was a D, you know, just very, you know, this is what we need to do. This is how we're going to do it. 
And, and then he talked about Peter, and Peter was an I. And there's some lines in Peter. Peter doesn't think, right? Peter just goes off of emotion. I mean, one minute he's running 1,000 miles one way, then he's running 1,000 miles the other way, right? Then he, and so Peter was an I. Uh, John was an S, you know, when, when, um, when someone needed to take care of Jesus' mother, it was given to John because he was a sensitive one, right? And then we all heard of Doubting Thomas. He was the C. It was like, you know, you know. Um, show me. Yeah, show me. You know, let me touch it. Let me feel it. Let me see if it's real. And then he, he gave a great cliffhanger. His cliffhanger was like, how'd you like to know which one Jesus was? Well, if you do, come back tomorrow, <laughs> you, you know. And, of course, I'm thinking, ah, I'm an eye. Jesus has to be an eye, right? <laughs> right? Because, I thought he was a Exactly. You know. Exactly right. I mean, he, you know, I mean. To do it, this, it, you've got to have this, it, right? Exactly right. So he went through the next day and showed how Jesus was a D. Jesus was an I. Jesus was a C. Jesus was an S. And the whole point is that. There was balance in everything that he did. There were some times where he didn't think he just did. And there were other times where he picked up a stick and beat everyone down, you, you know? So understanding that the closer you are the sinner, the more relatable that you are to, to multiple people. Very great point. There you go. What would Jesus do? Exactly. There you go. That's what we need to think. <laughs> so there you go. If anybody wants to uh, learn more about it, Go online. You can Google it. You can take the test online. It's easy to find. Learn yeah. what you are first, then start judging your friends. Right. right? <laughs> Very important what John, what John said was to go deeper, right? Absolutely. Don't just take the high-level test. Go yep. deeper with that. Absolutely. The root. Absolutely. And be quiet. Have quiet time when you do that. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And there's no wrong answer. That's the important thing. No wrong don't, answer. Don't no. try to be like somebody else. This, the, the, the more honest you are with yourself the better you're going to be with your clients. Excellent point. Exactly. There you go. So we'll wrap it up today with that. So everybody, Jean, Steve, thanks for coming out. Thanks, bud, for having us over. Yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, we'll do this again soon. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the next episode of the WTRE podcast. And please remember to rate us on iTunes if you like what you heard.